Live and local. Live and local. This is Sacktown Sports. The next 10 years. Rock Party is signing up for that. I think a lot of Niner fans would. I do think there's some Niner fans that wouldn't. Because there's going to be a lot of shiny toys that come by. But honestly, I think a lot just remains to be seen. We have to see what happens this I, I like I said I think it's funny but I think next year will also tell us mm. a lot right because, let me ask you this sorry uh-huh. no it made me think here 10 years who do you think is more likely to be here and it, the answer could be I both the answer could be both Kyle or or, or uh Brock more likely it could be both I'm not doing both you could say equally you that's say. no fun because you could argue they're 10 tied years to from other. now sure right Both young in their careers. I think it's like Shanahan. Like ten, 10 years shouldn't be, yeah. I think it's Shanahan. I think the answer is Shanahan. That would be interesting because, like, it, it feels it feels like, again, like Brock's, that 10 years for Brock would definitely become impacted if at some point Kyle's gone. Because, again, Brock is a bit of, I don't want to say a system quarterback, but, like, if, if Kyle's out of there and they are running – different systems or there is different reliance right. on Brock than previously before. How does that impact to, to what you were kind of pointing at earlier? Like, okay, well, if there's more pressure or more reliance on Brock and he can't elevate his game to that reliance, well then maybe there's a conversation earlier than expected of moving on from him, but it'd be tough to imagine Kyle being the one to move on from Brock. This this is what because Kyle has been well established. Kyle has no, loved does. Brock since the day he walked. It's not like Jimmy G, where apparently there was a lot of, you know, opposite magnets there. But this is what is so interesting to me. People tend to say that Brock isn't getting the credit that he should because of the roster, mm-hmm. because of the coach, because yeah. of this, because of that. But. I'm sure Brock would rather be on that side than the other side. And truthfully, there's probably nobody out there saying that you should move on from Brock, right? Based on what he's done and the numbers that he has. Yeah. Besides Steven Ruiz. Besides Steven Ruiz. Who's throwing a parade today. Yeah, we saw him. We We, saw him on Radio Row. We did see, see him. But for people to say that and act like Brock, what Brock is dealing with is just narratives and and social media, but nobody is actually discussing moving on from Brock Purdy because of how good the team is. Trevor and because Lo- how well he's played. Trevor Lawrence was the first overall pick, mm-hmm. and they said he was going to be the first overall pick from the time he stepped <laughs> he foot on Clemson. Yeah, yeah. Okay, twenty twenty one. He's got Urban Meyer and that yeah. mess. Yes. <laughs> to okay. put it lightly, yeah. The next the next year he goes to the playoffs. Yep. And then in 2023, just kind of a weird year, finish 8-8. Eight and eight, And there are people talking about, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, what are we doing here? And that's we're in year three. Yeah. Year three, coach number two. Yeah. So it's hard for me to necessarily, quote, unquote, feel bad for Brock. Is he maybe a little bit disrespected? Maybe. But he knows, everybody knows that the Niners are going to go back to Brock. They're going, the Jags are going to go back to Trevor Lawrence. But there are already conversations. Yeah. So that's why it's hard for me to talk about 10 years. No, that's fair. No, that's that's 
That's a really good point. That you know? is a really, and, really and, good point. And Brock, and yeah. Brock might be better so than Trevor. To your point, exactly. Yeah. And we, you, I'm, you could do it. Mm-hmm. You could say put Trevor Lawrence on the night. You could. I'm not going to. Yeah. But somebody could. Mm-hmm. And people are out here. Man, well, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he's not really what people. That's why he went number one. I get it. And Brock was literally the last pick. That's just an example of. Trevor, do we know Trevor Lawrence is going to be in Jacksonville for the next seven years? Right. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, yeah. Sam Darnold was a top pick. Right. Jets moved off of him. Terrible situation. Mm-hmm. But we feel bad for Brock because some people disrespect him who don't pay his don't pay him. Right. The people that pay him like love, Brock. No, love him. Love, love him. him. Love him. You love know? Him. Yeah. Uh oh. We got calls. Garrett wants to have a conversation about. Moving on, moving on from Brock. How's it going, guys? Good, Great. good. What you got? I uh, so I, I let me start by saying I am a diehard Raider fan. Uh, I bleed silver and black, one hundred percent. Okay. I was rooting for the Niners this Super Bowl because as a diehard Raider fan, there's no way in hell I will ever. <laughs> That's root right. For the Chiefs, You're a real Raider fan. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, I can't imagine how there are some people out there saying they need to move on from Brock Purdy. As a Raider fan, we haven't had a comparable quarterback since Rich Gannon. Uh, Aiden O'Connell, I think, shows flashes here and there. But if we had a Brock Purdy-like quarterback, and it was his second year, and he took us to the Super Bowl, and someone was saying, oh, man, he lost, we need to move on from they'd get smacked upside the head, they'd enter the black hole, and they would never come back out. It is ridiculous. Ridiculous! How people are saying they need to move on from Brock Purdy. The dude's in his second year. Yeah, give him time to grow. There was a ten-year gap, and I'm not comparing him at all. But there was a ten-year gap where Tom Brady didn't win a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and it's like, I, guys, his second year, he takes you to the Super Bowl. Yes, they lost. Was it his fault? I don't think so. Don't was it, it nope. the play calling on defense? Might have been. I just it blows my mind how people are saying move on from him. I'll take your comments off air. Thank you. Well, Garrett, Garrett, before you go, if you're still there, oh, yeah. my question yeah. to you is this. As a Raider fan, I believe the Raiders have the 16th pick. I believe. Would you trade the 16th pick for Brock Purdy? Oh, uh, you know, right now, 100% I would because Brock Purdy is a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just don't know what we have in Aiden O'Connell. Um, 100% I would trade it for Brock Purdy. There you go. Thank you, Garrett, for the call. Look, and I'm not calling anybody out here. I know it's been a a tough day. All right? Okay, we've had one. We've had one Niner caller. That's TC. We've had a Raider caller. Yep. We've had a Cowboy caller. That's right. I'm not – look, I know it's a rough day, but we want to hear from you. Yeah. It's going to be okay. It'll be okay. It's going to be you'll okay. You'll probably you got... be back next year. Yeah, or exactly. You'll be close. You'll be in contention. Exactly. We've had one. Yeah. Okay. Everybody else is other, the Raider fans, the Cowboy fans, and very, being very respectful. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But it's okay. Yeah. You don't have to hide. You had a great season. Yeah. And this doesn't help either, but what a game, too. It like, was a great what game. What a great game. What a, like, I mean, you know, again, I think there was missed opportunities, but really exciting Niners. I mean, you did go against Patrick Mahomes. You did go toe to toe with, with the best in the game right now. Like your, your quarterback played well. It's, it's some, some really unfortunate mistakes that, that didn't go your way, but 
you know, there is some, some like a, the tiniest bit of a silver lining, knowing like you you played a good game, like the the it it wasn't you know a catastrophic failure, it wasn't a a uh, you know a, a blowout by any stretch mm-hmm. of of the imagination. Like it was it was a really really good game. It was a really hard fought game. I thought both teams played fast and physical to start yeah. that game, almost too physical. I mean, th- there was dudes getting their heads taken off for really the entirety of the first first quarter. Um, uh, you know, I thought it was good. I thought it was good that they met that challenge uh, and they showed that, you know, yeah, they had uh, they, they had some unfinished business. It felt like a team that was coming out ready to prove a point. It's just, again, the, the lack of execution kind of didn't do them any favors. And um, it's really unfortunate because I, I do think, and you definitely don't want to hear this, but I think that there's, Couple universes where the Niners are Super Bowl champions. Well, they definitely don't want to hear that. Definitely, not. that's that's really what. But there it's were some been. opportunities there, man. There was a lot of opportunities there. I'm still mulling over what you had said. I'm still mulling over. I'm still mulling over who more likely to be on the team in ten <laughs> years because now I'm thinking maybe it is Brock. <laughs> It Kyle could, because that's the thing, Kyle Shanahan. This is not this is not the start of the Kyle Shanahan. No. Not hate, but like you know, it's not even coming down his road. It's just questioning. Like, is this dude too smart for his own good? Does he get in his way too many times? You know, I've heard people before this Super Bowl question, "Hey, Kyle's great. Kyle's awesome. He gets you there." I'm not saying he's a bad coach, but there's a lot of people who just don't believe in him, and I. And Niner fans, like Niners fans that just don't believe in him. And I know it's a small percentage, and there's always going to be small per- – there's people who question Mike Brown even as the reigning coach of the year. But I, I just think that, uh, you know, yeah, there's a good possibility that at some point in the next 10 years, Kyle Shanahan's probably going to be on the hot seat. If he, especially, I mean, especially if there's no no Super Bowl one. But it, I feel like it is – I could imagine a world a lot easier where Kyle Shanahan's under the hot seat than Brock Purdy. And he's – Right, and he's connected either way because they decided to hitch their wagon to Brock. Yeah. So if Shanahan, if Brock throws a pick yesterday, right, pick six, and that was a big reason why they lost, yeah. it, no, Shanahan didn't throw the football, but you went with a young quarterback. Yep. So even yeah. how Brock plays because of how this whole thing happened with how they decided to pick Brock and Jed York victory lapping. Right. He told me, yeah. you know, so either way, Shanahan is going to get some of this blame, yeah. which I think is, is another reason why. Yeah. And I, once Brock gets re-signed or signed to his, his mm-hmm. big deal, which he's going to get eventually, it's going to be tough to move on from him at that right. point. Cause if he doesn't live up to that contract, well, Nobody's gonna no one's going to be well, lining Kyler up Murray. to move on from him. He's and, not going to get paid as much as Kyler Murray, no. but. You're, you're going to be stuck with him yeah. to to some degree. All right, we got to get to a break. We see you, Tom. We see you, Steven. couple-minute break here, and we will get to you right after it. Promise. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports. We are back going to open up the phone lines right here right now 916-339-1140 tom we see uh what you got for us no matter what um but what i'm thinking is at this point in the super bowl 
um, you get to this point, and it's the little things. It's the little things. I think about Debo. Why was Debo targeted 11 times in the passing game while he also had a pretty, you know, obvious hamstring injury? Um, you know, it might be because the defense took the other guys away. Um, but I just want to hear your guys' thoughts on that. 11 times targeting Debo when he's not a great receiver, not a great route runner, and he has a hamstring injury. Um, no matter what, go Niners, go Brock, go Niners. I'll take my call or take the answers off the air. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the call, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's a, a great point. And I was a little bit confused because he was getting targeted a lot, but he wasn't doing very much. And probably partly because of that hamstring, he's in the tent. Then the next thing you know, literally five minutes later after he's out of the tent. Yes. They're feeding they're him. They're fe- trying to feed, feed him. him. They're trying I'm to like, feed him. What is going on? And and to that point that Tom is saying is that another version of Kyle Shanahan trying to be too smart? Well, they just saw him come off. Right. They'll never think I'm about to throw to him. Yeah. Over and over and over again. I thought Ayuk deserved more touches. Every time Ayuk, every right. time the ball was thrown to Ayuk, he was wide open. Wide open. Wide open. And I, I did not get that. I did and not then, get that. Especially when Kittle, too. He Kittle did Kittle didn't really pl- do I, much I'm not of anything. Say, did Kittle play because yeah. I know yes. a, a blocking high school blocking coach is going to get, you didn't see him block, yeah. so I'm not going to say that. But you got to get the ball into your playmaker's hands. Yes. This is the biggest game. Yeah. The biggest game of yep. these dudes' career, and you you didn't give Kittle an opportunity. No, not at all. Yeah, I, I, I think that that's a huge misstep, and I agree. I mean, I can't believe that that's – it was shocking to see, yeah, Debo checks in after – he went down with a hamstring. Like, he, he was, was they had to go on to, the they ground. Had to go to commercial. And I was – first off, I was like, how is he back? I've never seen somebody pull a hamstring and have to go down and then check back in. Hamstrings usually are not something no. that just gets better. So, who knows what that was about. But then to immediately feed him on some cross – I just – I didn't understand it at all. And that's, again, why you have so – like a plethora of talent. You've got the Kittle. You've got uh, McCaffrey. You've got uh, Brandon Ayuk. That's why those guys are on the field so that you could – supplement without Debo Samuel if he does go down in a game like that. and It, it was really strange. They it was didn't know really, what they really wanted strange. to do. Look, it's all fine and good. Cool. But why is Chris, Chris Conley, Ray Ray McClellan, why? Why? I didn't really have an issue with it. I thought it was good to spread it out. I mean, you can, Chris. You can then, you know, have, make them think about everybody. It, it was too much, though. It, it might have been much. circumstantial. It stops yeah. at Juwan Jennings for me. It's a, come on. I mean, it's, it's Chris. It was one catch and for I'm Chris look, Conley. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go tinfoil here. Yeah. Was that Kyle? Hey, I want to show that Brock isn't just throwing to the ballers. I'm maybe, just saying. Maybe. I mean, they were open. They were also open. It wasn't like it was for, I'm curious. What were your, th- we haven't even talked about the, not a double reverse, but the, the yeah. Juwan Jennings touchdown pass. No, that was outstanding. <laughs> Was it like? Are we sure it was? It was because pretty sketchy. that was real close to being like a very Kyle Shanahan. Why are you overthinking this game? Was that Ayuk? If Ayuk no. doesn't land that block, oh, the block, yeah, that's a pick, right? Six. It was a duck. I mean, it was yeah. It, it was not the best executed play, and yeah, McCaffrey took that thing, and yeah, Ayuk set set the block that really sprung it open, which in a way is is very Niners for sure. But you know, that's one of those plays where again, hindsight might be twenty twenty, but. 
you know, it worked out for you, but I, I don't know if that's the right time to whip out, hey, Juwan Jennings was actually a high school quarterback, and he can make this throw. Like, there know, was a prop for that. It's a, it's a, of course there was a prop for it, and I'm sure somebody profited off that a lot. Yeah, um, not me. But, man, that I, you know, it, it again, when it, when it works, you look like a genius. It's a, wow, what a, what a play in, in this moment right now. But it's also one of those things where, hey, you've got enough – talent I think to where you probably don't need to get that I I guess I would call it gimmicky like Mm -hmm. I I don't I it felt like a bit of a risk there and again another moment where you could have said like is is Kyle Shanahan overthinking this moment right now yeah MVP Juwan Jennings by the way honestly on his way and I think you said this in the in the pre-show this morning it felt like once they got off script it was over they were just guessing. Yeah, it was. It was. They look like a completely different team, and that just can't happen because that's Shanahan. Yep those 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 scripted plays worked out perfect. It's again a shame that Christian Christian McCaffrey too of all people. Maybe that's the moment where we should have known this mm-hmm. thing was not going to go well because that's a pretty bad omen to have this dude. I don't know if I, I would have to look at the number. I can't remember the last time Christian I saw Christian McCaffrey put the ball on the deck. Yeah, and for him to fumble in the first drive that the Niners have, it was a pretty bad omen. And then it felt like, yeah, I mean, that second possession again, you got Trent Williams, the last guy you probably expect to make a huge mistake. Mm-hmm. Not only makes one mistake with the false start, but then the very next play, I think, was that was the uh, hold as well. Completely killed that drive, and they were moving. Even with that, they were moving. And uh, and then yeah, you throw on the 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 not scoring off the Mahomes interception. It was just a ton of missed opportunities that they had, and um, you know it, it it's just crazy that the the two guys that you really would least expect to make those mistakes made it in the biggest moment. And then yeah, after after those first two possessions, it just never felt like they really knew how they wanted to attack that defense. No, and then you had Chris Jones and. And the boys just coming after Brock. Ayuk was also wide open. On I know I'm not blaming Brock Purdy for that at all. I mean he's got Chris Jones just you know barreling down yeah. his face. But I, that's another one where you watch the tape and it's like the Niners Super Bowl is right there. If he if he for whatever miraculous reason sees and can hit Ayuk on that, he's he's walking into the end. Or he was already in the end zone. Right. He's he's, he's just fallen in the end zone and. and and that's your Super Bowl pretty much right there. I think deep down, Shanahan thought they were going to score a touchdown and be able to stop Mahomes. That's what I think. I'm not buying I'm not buying the third yeah. possession thing. I, I think, think he yeah. thought we were going to score yep. and we were going to stop him. That's and what he thought. I would say that's a pretty dumb thought. But he did not it's say that. It's a reckless that. thought, I should say. It's a he reckless said, thought. If you're just now listening, thank you for listening. Yeah. If you've been listening, thanks for rocking with us. He said the reason they did it that way was for that third possession, assuming they both kicked a field goal or both scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Then it would be sudden death, but it never got there, right. well, unfortunately. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, Deion Sanders, if I'm not mistaken, early in the college football season had a similar moment where mm-hmm. he went first in overtime and said, I think it was in that Colorado State mm-hmm. game that was crazy. He was like, I want to be the aggressor. Like, I want to set the tone. Right. I wonder how much of that was Kyle as well, where he's like, no, like in this situation, I want to te- I want to dictate to them. But then, to what you also said earlier, you probably if that's going to be your mentality, you should probably be remain that aggressive all the way through the end zone. Like, don't settle for a field goal. Right. Well, and his son came up to him 
about getting the ball. Do you remember this? And he said, Shador. y'all haven't stopped. Not Shador. Oh, the, on, on defense. Oh, yes. And yeah, he yeah. said, and Dion, Dion said to him, y'all haven't not stopped anybody all day. Right. We're going to at least score here and and see That's what right. happens. That's Maybe right. he'll be more motivated. Let's get out to Steven who wants to be a part of the conversation. What's up, Steven? You're on Sac Town Sports. You know what it is. Man, what's good, boys? Glad to have you guys back, man. I hope you guys had fun over in Vegas, man. Too much. Just a little uh, bit, yeah. Just a little bit. Uh, did you guys go to that roadhouse place, that roadkill place that Dave uh, No, Dave's mad at us because we didn't go. I know. I was listening to the morning show. <laughs> that was really funny. I'm going to be honest. Well, he didn't pay it us. Was hilarious. So, you know, he said he was going to buy us dinner. I was waiting for him to pay us first, and then we were going to go. That's, oh, no, that, see, that's he not was actually on the re the re part of the yeah, reimbursement. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, um, disappointing Niner fan calling in, man. Sad boy. Sad boy Niner fan. <laughs> Today's sad, sad boy, sad boy day. All right. Um, I really feel like uh, Kyle was very conservative. Very conservative. It was almost like, all right, let's maintain the lead. Well, this is the last game of the season. So there really should be no, like, let's maintain it. I really feel like his aggressiveness was not necessarily there. Um, I'm, I'm always, man, I'm always super competitive. So I always feel like, man, what, I'm always a lopping, lop their head off kind of a guy, you know? Like, if you have, um, if you have a lead, don't maintain the lead. Kill him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Throw him in the back of the, throw him in your trunk take him out to the marsh and, and bury him. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't, don't let up be aggressive. Um, and I just feel like he wasn't, I feel like the, the, the play calling was just not as aggressive enough. Right. I feel like Kyle just kind of went, kind of went away from what got him there. And I don't feel like the play calling was in the Super Bowl was really kind of in the same ilk as it was during the regular season that kind of got him to the, that got them to the Super Bowl. So that's kind of where I'm at. Sad day in sports, Sacramento sports, man. You got the Niners losing. You got the Kings losing on the same day. So it's like, dude, can we get a little bit of a break here in Sac? You know what I'm saying? So like, can we get just a little bit? But yeah. No man, days off. Mad respect to you guys, man. Thank you guys. Thanks for the call, Steven. Got to get to a break. When we get back, a special edition of fair or foul. Something happened in the Bay Area, and I think it's going to bring up a very interesting conversation that yeah. we don't really talk about that much, but this one was pretty bizarre. And yes, if you're wondering if it brings up a reason to make fun of Warriors fans, uh, yeah. it does. Yeah, it sure does. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports. Sacktown Sports. Call or text at 916-339-1140. When you have to move somewhere for a job, you don't necessarily do away with your fandoms to wherever you're from or wherever you like prior to that. But when you are part of athletics... Sometimes these things could be viewed differently, or maybe it's just a matter of timing. So, 
Brandon Prajemski, who we joke on this show, but on this on this day, I'm actually on Brandon's side. Brandon Pajemski is a Chiefs fan. And when the Chiefs won, he, quote, tweeted and said, let's go, hashtag Chiefs Kingdom, whatever it is. Brandon Pajemski got bullied by <laughs> Warriors fans so much so that he ended up deleting the tweet yeah. that all the tweets said was let's go Chiefs or whatever he, it is. He wrote on his Instagram, great day to be a Chiefs fan in a red heart with the uh, with the graphic of the score. That was on Instagram. That was so on maybe he, Instagram. he probably yeah. did both. I know yeah. he deleted the tweet. Yeah. Great day to be a Chiefs fan. So he did it on both. I don't yeah. know if he deleted it on Instagram because I don't follow him, but I know I he deleted it on Twitter and I lost it seeing that. I didn't click on. I knew when I saw it, uh, this might not go over well. Not because he did yeah. anything wrong. Right. Because fans are insane. Know how that, yeah. Insane. Yeah. So he got bullied for that. And it, to me, if you here, I guess we can take this in two different ways. Uh-huh. Fair or foul for him to post that. Fair or foul for the Warriors fans to react like that. I think it's fair for him to post it. I'm a bit torn on whether it's fair for it's he should have expected it. That's what I sh- will say. I don't, I don't know why he deleted it. Yeah, like uh, that also doesn't make any like uh, yeah, that that doesn't make any sense to me. Like especially if he is truly a fan, like mm-hmm. you should be able to wear that and wear it confidently and yeah. just say I've been a fan my whole life. Like I mean, I get that you guys aren't happy, but right. It's not going to change my fandom. Yeah. Uh I think it's a bit foul if it's like legit i mean clearly if he deleted the tweet it was a sense of like real true anger like mm. i understand fans maybe poking fun and being like oh my god this is why yeah you're benched or something you know like right. i mean i get that there's a, some line there where you can have some fun but mm-hmm. if it apparently got to the point where he felt the need like oh my gosh i should take this down like this is actually possibly hurting like my from a pr perspective like warrior fans are actually upset that's where it's like, all right, fans, like this is this is I understand you're hurting, but like relax. It's really not that big of a deal. It it's just not. Like I especially if he's again, if he's a legitimate Chiefs fan, like that's we're just relax. Right. Now you did look up that he's from Wisconsin. He, he is, is from Wisconsin. From yeah. Missouri, yes. but we don't police fandom and Exactly. I mean, I'm as I'm here in Sacramento as a Vikings fan, exactly. yeah, I really cannot tell him, oh, that doesn't make any sense at all. So I mean, I get again. I think the big part is he probably should have seen it coming, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, like he, you know, he's pro- he probably would have played fun with it too, been like ah, like oh, mm-hmm. all y'all talk, whatever. Like I, I, I think it should have been fun. The fact that it clearly got to a point where he felt the need to delete the tweet, mm-hmm. I think that makes it foul. Yeah, I would. I think say- it's fair for him to post foul for the fans to come at him in that aggressive of a nature that's what i would say too and i would say there is a part of me that feels like okay read the room but also who cares right Right. i mean i don't know i'm trying to understand if because we all know or maybe not we all know but i saw i was just reading some of the comments on it and steph is a panthers fan so right. when they were in, when the Panthers were in the Super Bowl, you know, he beats the drum or whatever. Right. 
And people were like, well, the Niners weren't in that Super Bowl. Okay. You know, sure. so you're not going against the home team. Yeah. Steph had on what looked to be a Dodgers jersey right. like three days ago. I mean, Clay's a Dodger fan too, Clay's right? a Dodger yeah. fan. Yeah. So these guys have no connection to these cities they get drafted to. Right. And maybe Steph is a little bit different because he's been here for so long. But Pajemski, I know he went to Santa Clara, but he didn't start at Santa Clara got no ties really to the Bay Area. No. So you don't just – you guys want these people to be authentic. Yeah. No, they want you to cape. That's right. They want you to you cape You want them to be authentic. Y'all. Right. When yeah. it when it, when it it is things that you like. Yes. If it's not something you like, then what? Just fake it? Yes. Or just don't just pander. something? Pander. Because you're upset because your team lost? Yeah. Wow. Brandon Pajemski didn't right. abandon the run. <laughs> right. Don't be mad Br- at him. Brandon Pajemski didn't let yeah. Chris Jones up the middle. That's a fact. Yeah. You know, he's just enjoying his time. Right. And I thought it was ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's and like, it, yeah, it, it's so crazy. I mean, to, to go at him in that manner, like, I can't imagine Kings, I, you know, like, granted, Sacramento and San Francisco, a little mm. bit less strong of a tie to the Niners here, but like, if Keegan Murray was out here saying, you know, Chiefs kingdom all the way, like, I, I just can't imagine that Kings fans really would have been that upset. Again, I understand that there's a bit of a difference there, but I, I just don't see why they they really care. Like, I think, it, if anything, it's a fun thing, but, of course, they they had to kind of turn it sour. And of yeah. course, take the fun out of all of it. Right, so he deletes it. So now Pods has to be a – because, you know, what's really going to force him – forcing him into being a fan is – that's that's definitely going to – I just don't – I mean, I, I understand it. And people are really upset in in that moment, but again, it is not his fault. No. He and for I, sure probably should have read the room, though. Well, like you gotta yeah. you gotta be a, you gotta at least like acknowledge the the San Francisco ness of it all in the post. Oh, agreed. Like and you can't. This it is, is number three wild. now. This is number three that they've lost in a row. Yeah, third Super Bowl. I also think that being a rookie, a lot of it probably took people by surprise, and. A lot of people probably didn't know who, who he was a fan of. Right. So they go on social media. Yeah, and it's just they're a, already yeah, already off, upset. And, it's and like, they just oh, see a bandwagoner. Yeah. yeah. So that, that'd that be my guess because everybody would know because sure. Steph's been around so long. Yeah. If it's Niners versus the Panthers, right. Steph is going to Steph is you know That's who my true. home team right. is, yeah. right? So I think it would probably just caught That's people off guard. They're already annoyed yeah. because of the L and they got to deal with Pajemski. I thought they loved him. I thought they loved that man. How quickly, how quickly they turned, man. Well, you know what's crazy is does he put out a statement? Does he apologize? Right. Is he got to, you know, go at the next practice and shoot around or something say, hey. You know, by the way, too, some investigative journalism I did here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not the only warrior who is a who is a closeted Chiefs fan. Uh, our boy Lester Kiones oh. also posted a picture on his Instagram of the Chiefs game day, like of did of, he end up deleting it? I that I don't know. I didn't see, but I haven't heard any people, you know, being upset at Lester Keones. And where you know? and he is, he's he's from Brentwood, New York. Oh, see, he really has like what? Yeah, you. I mean, I guess he's Pods could have been a Packer fan, but. Brentwood, New York. And honestly, you know what's so funny about this is that Warrior fans. Y'all should know this Benny better than anybody. Yeah. You know how many basketball fans became fans because of Steph? 
literally one of the comments is Warriors plus Chief fan is this generation's new Lakers plus Cowboys fan. It is. <laughs> it is. You know how many you why do you think oh oh the Warriors they always travel so well to places. You think that's people actually traveling, or you From think that's band? people that no. abandoned yes. their teams because they like Steph Curry? Yeah, they traded in that Kobe jersey for a Steph one. There, there you go. So, come on, Warriors fans, be better. Yeah, be better if it's possible, because that's just bad. That's just embarrassing. Come now. on, leave your rookie alone too. It's like yeah. he, he probably didn't even. He really, honestly, probably didn't even think about it. Do you think PR told him to take it down, or you think he took it down on his own? PR might have told him to take it down. I think PR might have PR told him to might take have told him to take it down. Because yeah. there, there is a really legitimate tie. Like, I think the Niners had just, like, hosted a dinner. Or the war. I think the Niners hosted a dinner for the Warriors the mm. other day. Like, there's some real connections there. So, it wouldn't surprise me if they were like, hey, man, like, it's kind of a sad day here. Maybe wait until the parade or something to post it. It's also something that nobody else has to deal with. Right. Like, just how I started the conversation. If I you get moved to, oh, Chris... You get moved to Denver yeah. for your job, right? And it has nothing to do with sports. You don't have to now root for the Broncos. Sure, I better not. <laughs> the Nuggets, well, I better the, not. Have. The idea that it's yeah. connected is ridiculous. Yeah, it is a little strange. And yeah, I mean, especially because, yeah, it's just, it's it's essentially just saying, I don't, there's no way you had 20 years of liking somebody else. Like, since you're here, yeah, you have to like our team. Like, because they're paying your checks, to your point, you have to like everything that's going on in the area or else I don't know if we can properly claim you as one of ours. Cause right. that's what I'm seeing. I'm looking at this Lester Keonis and it's a bunch of get rid of him. Ah, never get rid of both of them. Get him out of town. Oh, they were never true warriors. Like, are they serious? I, I guess so. I that's guess. Insane. I mean, you know, it is, it is social media, but it is, uh, you know, it's, it's a percentage of the fans for sure. All right. Got to get to a break when we get back some Kings talk. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports. Live and local. Live and local. This is Sackdown Sports. This is from the 925. Shout out the 925 always. The 49ers are tied to Brock Purdy, not because of how good he is, but how much he is. The people asking to move off of him clearly don't play DFS. That's daily fantasy sports. sports. Yep. Purdy, or dynasty. Could be dan- dynasty fantasy sports. Purdy isn't a top 10 QB talent, but his per dollar production is tops by a mile. Why would you move off of that? That's good business. You're not necessarily right. wrong, nine two five, but He's only I do think you're under. Yes, and I do think you're underselling his talent. Yeah, definitely, just in general, yes. by a little bit. Yeah, no, they don't just like Brock Purdy because he's cheap. It's kind of like the cherry on top of it all. Is right, that he's cheap. Right, I get what you're saying in that what he's make, how he's his production based on. Yeah, honestly, we'll his know, pay per play yes, is ridiculous. Yes. yes. 
I got you there. The bottom line is we're going to learn. That's why next season, which is a contract year for Brock, is so important. Because mm-hmm. I really just want to know what he's going to be paying. Yeah, the ceiling of what he can Is he paid, going yeah. to get top 10 money? Mm-hmm. I, I, I literally have so, no but I don't idea. know. I have not a single clue. Because I could see him taking a discounted rate and being smart and saying, look, dude, like, I was making nothing. If you give me... $20 million, that's going to – I mean, just the percentage increase there is already going to be so huge. Like, mm-hmm. that's fine with me knowing – because I could see Brock being a very self-aware guy and saying, like, look, I know I need some that's help. That's what I think you know? is going to That's happen. what Brady did. Yeah. Exactly. He married a rich woman, and, and then, you know, he figured it out. Dude, he's well, got that I, Toyota that? deal. Dude, he's got I so much – he's got commercial. money coming in, I think. And going – and also going back to Mahomes, talk about they're not going to be done – He's about to restructure. <laughs> I read, I read, I read something that said he's about to restructure, well, so his cap hit is less. Good. And by his the contract's way, contract's ridiculous. And he is the first. He's the first QB to win a Super Bowl with the highest cap hit in the league. Really? Yeah. And now he's restructuring. Can I ask you guys a question? Mm-hmm. I turned the game off um, at the very end after the touchdown. Okay. Uh, did I miss? Any uh, marriage proposals? Andy Reid retiring? Any of that? No, no nothing. Uh, All those storylines were fake. Purple. Uh, yeah, that's it really was purple it. Purple Gatorade. Purple Gatorade. Uh, Taylor and Travis. They were Grace. very lovey dovey. They were kissing a lot. Yeah, which I thought was a bit surprising. Yeah. Uh, I haven't PDA. been team uh, a lot of PDA. Yeah, I haven't you. been team too much. Ta- like, oh, they're showing way too much Taylor. Super Bowl, I think they showed too much. Did Taylor. you guys see they yeah. put Doodle Bob on her? Because you know they no, had the, the Nickelodeon, the Nickelodeon yeah, broadcast. They, yeah. was, they threw Doodle Bob like right, right, right next to her. Like yeah. Doodle Bob's like, <laughs> dude, your impressions are mad I underrated. A, I got a great Patrick Mahomes that I was working on yesterday. Maybe I'll uh, whip it out at some point today. Nice. Yeah, no, I think you, I saw, you really I think I heard some anything. of it during the break. Yeah, I heard some of it yeah. during the break. It was pretty good. Oh yeah, but going back to the nine two five, just about that, how much Brock is. Basically, though, what you're saying, nine to five, is that he would only have one more year. He, they're not. They're right. not tied to him. Yeah. They just really like him and like his contract because once they pay, once they have to pay him next season, you're right. saying that you would move off. And him. that's just not the case anymore. No, he's I, played well enough. It's he's, not that he's you're going wrong. to get yes. paid. He's getting another contract. Nine to five. You're not wrong. I just think it's more. Th- it, it's more than that. I think they're not looking at it in terms of a per how much you're, he's getting paid per throw yes, or whatever yeah. it is. I think they are, but on top of that, they just think he's really good. They yes. would pay – what yeah. I'm saying is they'd pay him right now if they could. Yeah. They would lock him up right now yeah. if, if if they could. But I'm sure they also like having another cheap season. Yeah. I mean, it's great. Yeah, exactly. I don't think they're going to do the Kings thing and pay Sabonis a year early just because they no. have the money to do it. doesn't make any sense, especially not in football, to build that way. Mm-hmm. They're going to take advantage of it, but – uh, don't get it twisted. They are they are going to line up to pay Brock Purdy. Yeah. There's not there's no question, especially at this point, Brock's going to get another contract with this team and it's it's gonna be a nice one. It's definitely yeah. gonna be one that uh, you know, it's yeah, it's gonna impact how the the team is gonna be built around him. But yeah, again, I don't I don't think he's gonna break the bank to the point where, you know, this is now completely on Brock Purdy's shoulders. 916-339-1140. Let's get out to Prentice, who wants to be a part of the conversation. What's up, Prentice? You're on Styles and Watkins. First off, first and foremost, let me say I'm a longtime listener. You feel me? Second time caller. I, I, I love y'all show. Appreciate it. I want to talk about the Niners, man. First and foremost, 
Niner Nation need to just calm down. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, like, we Brock Purdy, I mean, he did his best in his second year. Like, there's only eight other quarterbacks that ever went to the Super Bowl in their second year. You feel me? So, it's like – we look at this like and want to like I look at it the blame should be on Kyle Shannon and he's been here. Uh-huh. He's been here multiple times. He should know to prepare for Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. This this is a rematch. You know you know, yeah, this might not be the same team from twenty twenty, but but look at it like you know this is you know who you're going up against. You know your opponent. It's just like a boxing match. You know what to look forward to. And- this call and your telephone number will be monitored and recorded. Thanks for the call, Prentice. Yeah, it's it's definitely getting to the point where he weirdly didn't seem prepared enough. Yeah. And I guess I got to do it, Chris, even though I don't <laughs> really want to. That Monday, is that, I haven't seen it yet, to be fair. Okay. But I'm sure it's out there, somebody roasting Kyle Shanahan saying, hey, you were possibly sauced on that Monday. <laughs> and Is that impacting the game? Six yeah. days later. Preparation, you know. You got sauced and tossed, and you lost the game. <laughs> Maybe you could have uh, given a nice little speech on how overtimes work uh, on that Monday. That's a great point. Uh, <laughs> it's interesting, actually. No, I haven't. I have not seen anything from that. I haven't. We also not haven't yet, seen least. any of the Jed York, you know, vi- early victory lap talk, but. I'm sure it'll come in the next couple of days, or if not in the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I mean it. It it is. It, it's it's definitely interesting to get it, to hear uh, just how how everybody is gonna receive or or is gonna talk about Kyle Shanahan in these next couple of days. Like, did he do enough? Did he have his team properly prepared? Did he make the wrong decisions, you know, in that overtime? Did he do does everyone really feel like he didn't give uh Christian McCaffrey the ball? It's it's definitely interesting. I mean, Kyle is definitely probably the one that's going to be put under the microscope the most after this game. Like again, Brock really held up his end of the bargain. McCaffrey didn't play all world, but I would say he he played well enough to where, you know, you're not going to look at him for mm. underperforming in the Super Bowl. Again, Bosa or the defensive line in general did their part. I I kind of think that if you're going to look, you know, put that microscope anywhere, it's probably going to be Kyle. And, yeah, the overall preparation of were these guys ultimately the most prepared they could have been for this game. And, you know, I also wonder, are we going to hear – more about the field talk as well. You know, it was such a big yeah. talking point last week. It didn't seem to matter much in the game, but um, just just all of it. I'm I'm curious what what the uh, what the blowback's going to be from really all all this Niner stuff. Yeah, and what they get back today? I think they're actually about to land right now, if I'm not mistaken. We right, and you you can go out there if you want and greet them. Sure. Uh, we saw I think a, it's San a tweet Jose about Airport that or whatever. Yeah, yeah. If you if you want to do that. As well, you certainly can, 916-339-1140. All guests and callers join us from the Folsom Lake Honda hotline. Folsom Lake Honda, your one-stop Honda shop. Let's get out to Steve, who wants to be part of the conversation. What's up, Steve? You're on Styles and Watkins. What you got? Yeah, I'm just coming in here, and I just can't believe what I'm hearing. I mean, I lived in two places, uh, 
Philadelphia and Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And the same damn thing was being said about said about Andy Reid when he couldn't win the big one. Yep. Right. And look what happened. And the same thing was said about Rick Allen when he couldn't get over on the Lakers, and it was 20 years pretty much that went by after they got rid of him. Shanahan was prepared. I mean, what they where they lost it was basically special teams. They gave up eight points on special teams. One was a freak play. And you could say, hey, coaching, you don't turn your back to the ball when there's a lot of traffic. And things like, I get it. But, I mean, the defense showed up uh, when they hadn't the last two times. And, hey, I mean, Purdy was hanging in there. He, w- he did not wilt under, under the lights. So you've got to believe he, he was prepared. They were ready. And the, the scripted things that they did except for the fumble, uh, you know, uh, by McCaffrey, which he what was like three fumbles in the last 400 carries mm-hmm. that they were saying, you know. So I, I think people need to just take a step back, really think long and hard. Let Shanahan keep going. Let him develop a system and a culture, because at the end of the day, what really wins championships uh, is a lack of turnover. Just having consistency in the coaching staff and building a system. You, you see it, you know. It, it, the NBA is replete with that. Look at San Antonio Spurs, what they did there. I mean, you got to build a culture, and I think freaking out and calling for the guy's head on a platter is not the way to go. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, nobody called for his head on a platter. It's just a matter of really the – it's not a bad purgatory at all, but it, you, you're just kind of stuck, and you're just hoping that he eventually gets it done. We're just asking these questions. The bottom line is you're not wrong. It, yeah, the the special teams would about was – a freak accident, but you had the most electric offense. Yeah. Here's the problem, and this is what I'm saying. It goes from it goes from Brock Purdy MVP, elite this, yep. elite that, to Brock hung in there. Hanging in there ain't enough. So I don't know if it's on. It's got to be on somebody, or you just say they're just better than us. And every time you get to the Super the case, Bowl, though. they weren't. It didn't feel like yesterday. They weren't. The so were the I, I just. You can't you can't just say he hung in there. You can't just say Shanahan was prepared. All of those things can't happen, and right. you lose. Yep. Uh, or and if that's the case, then you're just never going to win. Right. They were not they were not prepared enough. Chris the Jones Chiefs did not play a lights out spectacular no, flawless they had, game. They did not score a touch. They scored one touchdown in regulation. Yep. And you had an MVP front runner. Yeah. And an offensive player of the year you winner. Had, you had two, yes, you had two MVP front runners. Yeah. Okay. And you didn't get it done. So no, I can't sit here and say that Shanahan wasn't what prepa- was prepared. I maybe he maybe on a, maybe if it wasn't Mahomes, he would have been prepared enough. But I'm sorry, it was. And I know Steve, you said you lived in Philly. I I don't know how long you've listened to the show, but I'm obviously have ties to Philly as well. That is why. Every Niners fan's biggest fear is that Kyle Shanahan will be the Andy Reid of the Niners. Yep. And after all those years of good seasons but not but not getting it done, he gets out of there out and of he'll him. win it somewhere else. Yep. That's that's every Niners fan fear. Yeah. And it that's looks like it. that's what it's setting up for. And if you are an Eagles fan, the only reason that you're not as salty about Andy Reid is because you had the Nick Foles season and you got one. <laughs> but if you didn't get that, yeah. you'd be livid. Yeah. 
You'd be livid. Mm-hmm. I can't sit here and say Kyle Shanahan was prepared yep. because they scored 22 points, and I don't want to hear it. Oh, well, now that defense. I thought it was the Browns defense that was the best. I thought it was the Ravens. No, Everybody was rejoicing because you didn't have to face that Ravens. Ravens defense. Right. So I, I can't do that. Yeah. You can't score 22 yeah. when you have a, a fumble. You get a fumble, and you also – and really, same thing. It was overtime, so really they had 19 in regulation. You cannot – that is unacceptable when you have a, a fumble and you didn't do anything with it and a Patrick Mahomes interception that yep. you didn't do anything with it. Yep. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't sit here and say Shanahan was fully prepared. I'm not saying he didn't do anything, but I can't say that. They scored 19 in regulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. It just can't happen. I, yep, can't happen. I'm not, and I'm not saying to get. You can't get rid of Kyle Shanahan. No, I'm not, not calling right for no, a Kyle Shanahan tag. Not at all. I'm just saying I don't know what you do. Mm-hmm. You're stuck, and you just hope that eventually they figure it out. Okay, but you can't sit here and say you got to let Shanahan kind of sit here and build a system. Build a system. He's been there since 2017. The system is there. You got to cash in on the system at some point. I'm not saying to get rid of him. You can't get rid of him. Not right now. But no. I can't. I, I'm not going to say that it's not on Shanahan. So, so why did they lose then? So why did they lose? That's what I'm saying. I, I went down the list of everyone I thought didn't isn't responsible for the loss, and I I just think it, it, at the end of the day, yeah, if you're going to look at anybody, I think he's the first person you you're going to look at. But that it does not mean be. that you're going to fire him. No, but it no. just means that you have to ask questions. All right, got to get to a break. When we get back, more Niners talk, more Kings talk. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports.